is Will Tinkin. Thanks for listening to the Bitter Comics Comics Podcast. And here's your host, JT Foreman. Good job, dude. Can I have a high five? Yes. Good job. That's really nice. Hello. I cannot do a Russian accent when everyone else was doing one earlier, so I'm going to fake. Save the gold for after you hit the Was that okay? Was that alright? It kind of sounded like you took like a dish rag and shoved it in the back of your throat and then tried to talk. (laughs) If I was Russian... I did it. I like if I was Russian, it might not be that. Like I'd be like, okay, he can pass for Russian, but also like, what happened to this guy? Oh, yeah, did he have what? a stroke? So what he, did, he, yeah. he, he spent a few years in prison, and they they like, tried to. Like, what's, what's happening? Throat action. Throat action. He's so much a throat action. That sounds like a name of a porno. Throat action. European porno. Throat action. What does that have to be European? Because none of the guys are circumcised. That's yeah, everyone has monster bushes. It's got to be like uncut. No, that's Japanese. <laughs> I think. Monsters of bush. <laughs> <laughs> this Sunday, seven o'clock. Feed the kids free of corn dog. <laughs> monsters of bush. <laughs> <laughs> it's either a porno or a monster truck rally. It could be either. That should be the name of a monster truck. Just monster bush. Oh, that's right. That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> well, hello. Um, I am JT Foreman. Welcome to episode 113 of the Better Comics Podcast. Uh, I'm here with uh, three very good friends of mine. Uh, Kevin Tinkin. Hey. Carmen Gefkin. Hi. And Christy Farley. Hi. Uh, we are the Bitter Comics. Thanks, guys and gals. Or actually, guy and gals for coming. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. Uh. I'm just giggling. Yeah. I was giggling just at the whole situation. <laughs> um, we, we begin once again with uh, our opening segment. JT was a real prick last week, mm. which I apologize for the cruel, offensive, and probably racist things I said last episode. So this being episode 113, for my insensitivity in episode 112, I would like to apologize to black people, dialysis, trucks, North Dakota, and pets. If you'd like to know why I'm apologizing to each of these things, check out episode 112 and all our previous episodes at bittercomics.podbean.com. If you would like to subscribe to the podcast, have your head examined, and then go to that website and scroll down a little bit. On the right-hand side of the page, there are buttons to click on to subscribe using iTunes, Google, or my my Yahoo. Oh, so many options. Or go to the iTunes store. I actually managed to get my podcast into the iTunes store for free. Yas, bitch, slay, yas, slay. It's the Valley Russian, the Valley Girl Russian. That was good. Uh, and if you would like to know, um, bleh, let me try that again. Uh, if you feel I owe any additional apologies or uh, to send any comments, take, take number two. send us an email to bettercomics at hotmail.com. And in the subject line, please put, that cat doesn't like you much. <laughs> Guys... How's it going? Send JT an email, guys. Yeah. Please. For Pete's sake, we want to hear it from a listener. There are so many things that I should, other things that I should probably also apologize for from the last episode. That there's, there's got to be an, uh, someone sending an email. I hope they do. Did you get a lot of emails? Like a lot of legitimately no. angry? No. 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 Actually, I've gotten one email the entire time I've done the podcast, and I've done now 113 episodes today. 
Uh, it was someone saying that we were really hard on uh, the black guy, John Jones, when he was doing the podcast. Oh. The guy, a dude from Texas, sends us an email saying, "Dude, you're really hard on the black guy." It's like, wow, the guy from Texas is saying that. Was it like we're dear police it. officers? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, actually, you were really topical. hard on the black. Hashtag guy. topical. That's right. Yes, absolutely. Um, Take it easy on so, the black guys, guys. Okay. <laughs> uh, before we go out and hit the beat. You, you bunch of cops. I just want to say, could we not, can we take it easy on the black guys? We just yeah. reel it in a little bit, you guys. Just, just a little bit. We gotta <laughs> just slow until it, down. it cools off. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know about this whole uh, head cam thing, but people are filming everything. It's getting rough. I mean, you, well, you know, they filmed Rodney King and got acquitted. So they, they figured they're bulletproof now. Yeah. But, uh, oh, I, I did want to, uh, but before we go any further, I did want to make sure. That, uh, um, you know, uh, I do consider this our first date. Just so you know. With the two, with the two yes, of us? For, okay. with both of you. Double date. This is just, our third date. Just with I, one guy. You, yeah. Okay. I've been on your podcast before, first. though. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Okay, this is our But I was date. high for like half of it, so it doesn't count. So. Oh, okay. This is our okay, third date. <laughs> I, I did the podcast yeah. with uh, Ben and... Yeah, Ben Kaplan. And, yeah. And uh, I don't... Who else was there? No, it was just Ben, myself, and you. Okay. Didn't, I miss him. Okay. He's such a cool dude. Yeah, uh, I I actually stopped by his uh, his uh, his work his to looking for him. And yeah, he, how's it going? Left a message. He wasn't there at the time, but uh, yeah, I, I I liked him too. I just I I think he got frustrated by the fact that he would show up for an open mic and then get a call and have to leave before he get up on on stage, and he just kind of gave up on it. But I have not spoken to him, so I I don't know if that's really the case of what happened. He had to just stop having to take phone calls. Yeah. You should be like Uber. Like, you know, you can turn off when you want to go pick people up. It should be that way with his tow truck thing. Oh, that's what's going on. You should be yeah. like, nah, I don't feel like picking you up right now. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you gotta... Well, they have like a set of... I don't know anything about towing, so either. everything that's going to come out of my mouth right now is, is unwarranted. <laughs> yeah, you're probably <laughs> right. I'm the same Not referenced, but I feel like they have to meet a quota, right? Probably. That makes sense. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know well, how much I mean, it's, the it's tow, tow truck world. It's not going to get fired. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, you never, I, 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 you never know. You never know. Well, actually, you know what? Working for a family, you one of two know. things is going to happen. Either you're going to do no work and make a ton of money, or you're going to work a whole bunch and make nothing. Because either they're going, you're going to, uh, um, at least this has been what I have seen when people work for family members, either you're exploiting them or they're exploiting you. And I, uh, I worked at my uncle's restaurant for about a week, and I, I got paid a sandwich a day for it when he was first opened <laughs> his restaurant. No way. That was, That's yeah, a really solid it. business model. Yeah, <laughs> pay the employees a sandwich a day. <laughs> the thing about it is they're going to make a thousand sandwiches. Like the last one's your pay for the day, and they'll keep coming back. Yeah. They'll stay alive. They yeah. keep waiting tables. Yeah. And I, well, that was shortly after I got out of the Navy, and I was just I'd stop in each of a bunch of different places for a week, visit family and friends around the country, and uh, I'd stop there for a week. And the, the day I was going to leave, I just stopped by just to you know get a sandwich for the uh, the ride to my next. And he's like, "So, uh, you think you could stay and work today, and and then leave tonight?" Uh, no. <laughs> Yeah. And and uh, he didn't want to give me this uh, another free sandwich then. Because, well, I didn't work that day, so why would I get paid for it? Really? <laughs> yeah. him How do you life. file for workman's comp? I don't. <laughs> do you just get like a gift card? Uh, yeah. I think so. I think so. Uh, 
<laughs> Probably. Till the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's like working for PK. Uh, cheap shot. Right. Oh, your move. <laughs> your move, TK. The ball's in your corner now. Welcome back to Zingers with Mr. Foreman. <laughs> I would listen to that podcast. Zingers. That would be good. Yeah, you just have like the little sound effect where it's like boing, 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 after like every dude, yes, please. Oh, that would be that would be fun. Have the sound effects board. Just a little sound mixer, a little keyboard or whatever. Yeah. Do you it. can even take hot, you know, little catchphrases from each show and just like, you know, put it in there. It's like sound bites. Just yeah. I'll buy that for a dollar. Right, right, right. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Yep. It's <laughs> too bad morning radios is going the way of the dinosaur because that looks like fun. Yeah. It does look, but yeah, but it's so, I don't know. It's so, so early in the morning. And it's just, I don't know, sometimes it seems really bad. It's just, and, oh, oh, well, you think? Yeah. <laughs> you think it's bad? <laughs> my biggest, <laughs> my biggest really problem with sometimes. morning radio is that it's always like two funny guys. There's like the funny guy and the straight guy. And then there's always some like oblivious woman yeah, who's, like, who's, who's just there. Who's uh, uh, not, maybe not in reality, but metaphorically the blonde. Yeah. yeah. Like, Mark they'll Marin say something, and she's just that. like, oh, you guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. she's not doing anyone any good. I, I, I object to the whole, like, women scolding role. Like, I, yeah. I object to that. Cause well, then, you know, yeah. they just got to stop scolding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, gotta, you know, it's, it's real easy to get rid of that stigma. You know? I feel like I've met more men who do that than, in my experience, than, than women who go, you guys, just, like, stop, please. I've met more dudes who do that, to be honest with you. That happens to me more, like, when I go on dates and stuff. Like, I'll joke around, and they're like, not really? Really? Oh, yeah, they take you seriously. Yeah, I'm like, no, I really I don't that do that. Uh, yeah. You gotta, like, explain yourself. And then if you're not in the right place for it emotionally, you have no patience for it, you're like, oh, okay, you know what? I just feel like you're not getting my vibe, so just GTFO. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and then you're a jerk. Mm-hmm. Well, you, and you're alone. Do you have... <laughs> <laughs> It's it's it's, it's, it's a natural selection. It's just uh, you know. It, no, dude, it's starting to get to me. Like yeah. I, I don't mean to like make this therapy sesh right now, but no. I'm I'm just straight. Like I've got no patience. I'm just like, eh, dead, gone, just dead, go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could have assuming that your jokes from because you know it, it, the, the ladies are very funny comedians. It, uh, telling you. the audience that just to make sure Thank they you. they know Thank that everyone you. here is. is <laughs> Do you have people who come up to, like, if you do a joke where you say, I'm a slut, guys come up? Oh, so you're yeah. A slut, yes, all the time. A and see, there's the problem is, like, when I do my joke about looking for a friend with benefits, people assume I'm joking. Uh, and I'm actually not. <laughs> you just got to commit to yes, the bit. There you go. Have you heard of the internet? I feel like you could hook that shit up pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, I've heard of the internet. <laughs> I, it's out there. If you, you build it. Uh-huh. Do you guys read? I... <laughs> I had the opposite. I had a conversation with you one time about that. Because uh, I, had a, I, yeah. I have a joke where I say, like, I'm a big slut. And then afterwards, Kevin's like, Carmen, I, I, don't, I don't know why you call yourself a, a slut. Because you're, you're, like, a real nice young lady. <laughs> Kevin, I fuck random dudes a I lot. I dudes all the time, <laughs> All the bro. time. And I'm like, I know my nice little Sunday school teacher appearance. No, no, no. But it's like, it's funny because like I identify you know, as a slut. I'm trying to no, like reclaim that. I see slut as like a negative connotation. I think it's a positive. I'm trying to no, reclaim but like, it for myself. I'm saying like if, 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 I am saying there's a better way to say you, you bang dudes. Yeah. 
than like slut. You know what I mean? You're like, orgasmically I don't think... generous. Orgasmically generous. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because I don't get anything in return. I so. hate all the terms for that. Promiscuous. Like, like just fuck you, judgy. Judgy yeah. McPious pants. You, there's been a lot of dicks in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not a <laughs> big deal. It's not it is. Yeah. It's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. But. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> don't you anyways. <laughs> anyways. Moving on. Uh, Did you just got to your slugging? Yeah. <laughs> no, I... Yeah, I don't know. I I want everybody to like each themselves, and so I I didn't know. I felt like you you were kind of talking down on yourself about it. I'm just like, come on, you're a nice girl. You didn't need to say that. You didn't need to do that. I didn't think that that was what was going on. You're like, oh yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) Wow, cool. It it, it has always seemed kind of schizophrenic to me of the uh, the treatment of 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 women by men in Mm -hmm. in that because. You call women a slut, but you want them to be a slut, so they'll slut yeah. you. You know, it, it seems a, a little schizo, really. And it's it's a double standard. Like, if me and some other guy had sex with the same amount of people, yeah. he would be a champ, but I'm a slut. So straight, it's up like, yeah. straight up player. Yeah. Straight up player. <laughs> like, just smashing the pussy, you know? Yeah. Just like, <laughs> So violent. Like yeah. Destroying it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like my ah. vagina isn't a fleshlight. Like, no, I don't have a warranty. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't just they have a warranty yeah I, I don't know I didn't buy one is because I thought if I broke it I'd have to buy a new one I'm going to get one now if it comes with a warranty everything a comes with a warranty extended. there's fleshlight you know, care you can pay for a two year care package uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think there was one uh, I think there was one in the gift bag they gave out at the Academy Awards <laughs> a fleshlight <laughs> Do people steal fleshlight? Like, I feel like that'd be, like, nasty. Do you put it in the dishwasher? I have a lot of questions. Don't truckers use it mostly? I think you hose it down afterwards. Oh, gross. Jesus, you 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 fuck it it and then you hose it down. You take it through a car wash and you stick it on the sunroof. No, I think think you're right about the dishwasher. Because I remember seeing, like, what was it? What was it? It was a Will Ferrell movie where his wife was getting, like, a blowjob class from... From Andy Dick. Oh, that that was old school. Uh, old school, yes. And I think I remember seeing him put taking him out, or they were talking about it in that scene or something. <laughs> yeah, it was a different. Movie. He uh, <laughs> he had giving the blowjob class. He had a whole bunch of different dildos of all different sizes yeah. and shapes. Right. And I, I think I, the thing I remember was pulling them And out all the ladies are like, "Oh my, oh, we're <laughs> gonna be naughty!" Cool. And I'm just like, "What the hell is happening right now?" I had a friend in high school. Her sister sold uh, like adult toys, and they had these things called pleasure parties. And it'd be these like yeah. middle-aged women who come and yep. like they sell dildos and stuff. And we're like 15, and like she kept inviting us to come to these parties. And I'm like, no. Hey. I'm good. I don't need to go buy a dildo from my friend's sister at their house. <laughs> at your, at, when you're 15? Yeah. It's kind of inappropriate. It's a little weird. They sell those things in lab coats. I'm not even kidding. They put on lab coats and they go, this is this is our bunny clitoris massager. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Super scientific. Um, yeah, there was a girl at work who, was, who did that and invited Jenny in. And Jenny was like, meh. I don't think so. I'm just like, oh, okay. I get how it's supposed <laughs> to be a fun thing, but it just yeah. seems really off-putting. Well, sex is supposed to be friendly. Yeah. I mean, it's no, not it's... supposed to be a big deal. Like, 
I, okay, okay, it's supposed to be a big deal, but it's not supposed to be traumatically like, no, I, well, I can't yeah, even speak traumatic. its name. That's the yeah. word. That's what yeah, it's not Yeah, it's not supposed to be. be. So I understand them being like, hi, so you can explore your own body and do your stuff, and mm-hmm. for a reasonable price, I have a lab coat. You can well, trust me. I, yeah. I really do think people are entitled to experience the pleasure they're capable of. Enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Do what you can do. Just don't sin against your own life. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Just don't don't make bad decisions, but have a good time. Yeah. You know? It's, uh, you know, hey, it's, this is Kevin Tegan saying, you know, just live life. Hey. You know, hey, you know, hey, hey, you know. Hey, hey, you know. <laughs> sponsored by. <laughs> the segment is sponsored by gout. Sponsored gout. by Phonics. My really hurt for no real reason. Gout. Well, my purine levels are through the roof. <laughs> what? Can you explain that to me? What? What is going on? Well, Are you eating meat and drinking alcohol, or what's up? No way, man. I'm taking it easy and keeping it sleazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm just, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I have no clue what, what happened. Uh, it's just I kind of had a, a little gout attack for a while. So. Oh, man, I'm sorry. It's just a bummer. It's a real drinking bummer. Drinking your cherry juice? I'm just drinking it like it's my job. And it's, I'll tell you what, here's the worst thing. So you get the gout, which is your liver jacks and then whatever so you can't eat like meat and all that stuff and then mm-hmm. and they crystals they get in your toes and they stab you from the inside out oh, and no. then so then you're supposed to so you're limping like you're in a lot of pain so you're limping around and then you have to drink cherry juice so the cherry juice will like neutralize the uric acid but it also gives like me just the worst <laughs> diarrhea on the <laughs> face of the earth so I'm just like oh gosh <laughs> You know, and limping around the house, just limping and shitting all over the house. It's miserable. Is it's cherry juice miserable. really like the best thing they've found for gout so far? Like that? Why aren't we doing some walks for gout? Like, come on, man, cherry juice? Yeah, it's all. I mean, there's no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's it. Cherry juice. If you go to Lawson's on Fort Washington and Front, shout out to Lawson's on Fort Washington and Front because I love you. Uh, <laughs> they have concentrated like gout cherry pills that yeah. you can take if you don't want to do the whole like oh, chugging yeah. tart cherry juice thing and oh, yeah. they're four dollars right now so it's like i mean sometimes i like the shits you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's no i dig fish. like i dig that there's, just, a, there's a cleaning session maybe that's why it's good for me mm-hmm. i've been prescribed uh was it the purple stuff for acid reflux. Prilosec? Nexium? Prilosec? No. Healing purple pill? Purple stuff. Great drink. Scissor. They told me the different possible side effects, but they, they didn't include the, they didn't mention the diarrhea one. Yeah. And even if they did mention that, they certainly didn't say I'd be shitting battery acid for two weeks. Oh, it's, uh, it, it's brutal. Yeah, mm. it, was, it was terrible. It's like, it's just bad. It's bad. It's bad, and I can describe it. But I'm not going to do it because yes. I care about you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, life. well, let's uh, let's talk about uh, Christy. Uh, you you brought up something you and uh, Kevin were talking about recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 please. It, uh, well, Kevin and I had a discussion about like our backgrounds and our families, and uh, we were talking about. Influences. You wanna? Do you wanna chime? I'm not good at this. You wanna chime in? What is it? What? <laughs> no, I was just gonna say. The originally, you, we were talking. You asked me that because you were studying communication. And yeah. You asked me about guilt. Yeah, that was all the religious background yeah. section of the conversation. Well, we were talking about influences from our family that like helped us, you know, look at humor a different way and influenced us. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. 
there's that. Well, I mean, what what did you what what in, what influences did you did you have? What? I talked about my dad. My dad is this absurd, like he's this subversive wit in conversation that is just hilarious. Like hmm. he can take just an everyday, ordinary situation, and just make it so funny, and like. He makes parties better. Everybody just <laughs> likes him. Like, he's the guy at the office that's just like, oh, hey, ho, yeah. <laughs> just everybody enjoys him. <laughs> sometimes sometimes his jokes don't work, like, because people don't get his sarcasm. Oh, gosh. And then that's, like, way it works against he was He was at this meeting, and everyone was giving speeches, and everyone nailed it. And then he got back to the conference room with his people, and he was just like, well, since all the speeches were just so bad, like, being sarcastic, <laughs> yeah. and one lady just like... <laughs> no! Like, yeah, no! So oh, my God. <laughs> Can't take the criticism. What the heck, man? Was... And he literally was like, oh, my God, no, it was just a joke. Wow. Oh, well. But, yeah, my, da- my dad's hilarious. I remember the... Um... When I got in the Navy, the first job I found was at KB Toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got hired as an assistant manager there. And um, a, a couple of days into it... We all nodded like we knew that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Of course, KB Toys. Toys. I, read, guys, I read your biography. KB assistant manager of the Toys. Yep. We get it. I remember that part in the story. But I, uh, you know, still going through training. I was with one of the other assistant managers uh, one morning, you know, taking the stuff to the bank. She asked me what I thought of the job so far. And I said, well, um, I'm, so far, I'm fine. I, really, the only problem uh, at this point is that I had asked for Saturday nights off, and she scheduled me to work this Saturday night. But that's when the end of the week paperwork is done. I need to learn how to do that. So I understand that, that, that that's going to happen once in a while. Uh, two hours later, I work, get a call from the store manager saying, I understand you were complaining to the other assistant manager about the hours I assigned you. What? what? And, you know, a couple of days later, uh, when I saw that assistant manager again, I said, look, um, I, I really don't appreciate you running to the manager uh, about that. I mm-hmm. mean, I should be able to have a simple conversation with a coworker without worrying that it's being recorded and, and re- reported on. I mean, yeah. we that's, that's a horrible working environment. We should be able to talk to each other. And she says, well, you know, I, I think it's important that the manager knows everything that's going on, and I'm going to go tell her about this conversation right now. And what the what? She went into the back where the manager was at and told her about the conversation. I I just uh, you know what what I just said to her. Except she said that I threatened to sue for creating a hostile work environment. Good okay. grief! You know I'd been there for okay. like five days at that point, Good. so I was like, you know, this is not the environment I want to work in. You guys obviously don't want me here. So I'm I'm just gonna go. And I She's left. the reason why KB Toys is no longer. In yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's all her fault. Well, actually, Mitt Romney is the reason <laughs> KB Toys is no longer. I actually know the history on that company. <laughs> if uh, if if uh, what happened? If I why did you quit, come in and save it, Joel? I, you knew I tried. So the toys. And, and <laughs> what about all the toys? What about the children? <laughs> Think of the children. <laughs> Where would they buy the toys? <laughs> They'll just have to go get a happy meal. We manufacture joy, gosh darn it! <laughs> no, 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 no! <laughs> Not the KB toys! You know what, KB toys, all they sell are the toys that were popular two years ago anyway. So be, were they like the Ross of toys? Well, it, it'd be like if right now, right now, they would have the toys from the second Transformers movie. Oh my god. That's 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 what they carried. Is like you, And all of them would have a... a Poor kids are us. No, exactly. It's, uh, they're, 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 
price sticker on it that already has the price crossed out in red and right. a different price yeah. written above it. And th- that, it came that way. We didn't like scra- scratch it out and write. Wow. And, and that was just their whole business no, 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 plan no, was, was to make these stickers. Plan. Yes, to make those stickers and make it look like that they're they're discounting, slashing prices. Yeah. Exactly. Do you remember those balls with like the weasel on it that like rolled around? Mm-hmm. Yes. Remember those? those? I don't were know. Sick. I always remember like walking by the mall and they would always have like a little bucket of them yeah, at KB Toys the, and the they'd just be like rolling around. Balls would be bouncing around yeah. inside there. And, and there, there'd wow. be some sort of a thing that would, a little dog. Yeah, a little. Yeah. And then it'd flip. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And I remember the, the, are going. the few days yeah. that I did work there, um, I, <laughs> That's real sad. I had yeah. to tell at least a dozen parents not to leave their kid there. And I had to call CPS on one. Oh, wait, they left their kids at a yeah, toy store? Would, For how they, long? I'm just going to get my hair done. I'll be back in an hour and a half or two hours. That was oh, what one person okay. said to me. And, you know, it, they, uh, not, not leaving, not abandoning their child. Oh, I thought they were abandoning I mean, no, their kid. Like, I'm going to use KB Toys as the, as the babysitter while I go to the beauty shop down the mall and get my hair done. There was, there was a lot of that. And one woman, when I told her not to, she did anyway, so I called CPS. Jeez. Wow. And, yeah, yeah, she was pissed. Is it so hard to buy the little prick a Game Boy and have him sit in the chair? <laughs> like, is that so hard? Yeah. This, yeah. What, what year is this? This is like 90s. This was, this was uh, up with this was 2003. 2003? <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> they kind of... It's so hard to buy like, well, there was, yeah. This was pre-iPad. Yeah. Were yeah. Game Boy, my mom did. So. She's right. There were Game Boys. Yeah. There was the little Sega thing. So there were some of the handheld video games. So yeah. Or or a book. I don't know. Be a be a a book? one of those oh parents. Oh, who's gonna read a book? Ew, that. No, parents. Does anyone else get really creeped out when you see a kid at the grocery store or whatever? But they're like face is just in an iPad and they're like three years old. Yeah. Yep. I yep, like yep, it. Yep. It's like a courteous thing to me because like the kid's not gonna be screaming the whole time yeah. I'm there. But at the yeah. same time, I'm like. It's like if your kid's going to go on an airplane and you give them a whole bunch of Benadryl, it's like, okay, that's yeah. nice of you to do, but it's kind of <laughs> fucked up. They use NyQuil in some of these kids, and that's not cool because there's yeah. a bunch of alcohol and stuff. I don't stuff know what's in going it. on with that. That's some messed up parenting. Just, I don't know. Well, well, I mean, that's just iPad. like copping out. Like, I don't even want to deal with you, so go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the iPad's like, I mean, I think everybody can be guilty of that to, to an extent, but it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, ideally, you'd want to like, Here's a ball and a stick. Go out back and play stickball with the neighborhood kids. Use like, your imagination. You know, but, right, but like, I don't know. A lot of times like, oh, this freaking kid. Here, take this. Take this. And just, it's like, yeah, and then they just go, Dad, can I, down, can I download, uh, Dad? Dad, can I download strawberry shortcake shake maker? <laughs> How much is it? It's, it's free. Okay. Hey, Dad, I'm going to need a... A new knife to cut the cakes at Strawberry's Cake Factory. <laughs> yeah. How much is the knife? It's 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 a dollar. Yeah, freemium Jeez. freemium games. Uh, yeah. Ridiculous. Did you hear those stories about this kid racking up like like five grand? Oh, this having a lot of people. Dude, I, Apple bill. I, I've talked to a lot of people who say they've spent more on those games than they would have paid if they had bought a new game. Yeah. Uh, on, I, I just know, I, can't, I can't. Candy Crush it. all day. I'll you, do it. You can go. Send me some lives. You you could go into Seven Eleven and buy in-game money for yeah. the phone bill and, and, and stuff. That's that's crazy. 
crazy. Has yeah. anyone ever won Candy Crush? I don't know. I don't play it, but is there like I don't even it happened? I, I heard I heard legend. <laughs> legend. <laughs> One man. No. Yeah. There's there's something like a you get to spin the wheel or something, right? Mm. And I I don't know. I heard of one dude winning the spinny thing. I, I don't know anything about these games. Yeah. I don't well, you know, like with old arcade games, there's like some guy who has like the highest score of Pac-Man or yeah. like yeah. whatever and he's yeah. like a legend. A-S-S. Yeah, ass. Ass the top of the leaderboard. Yes. The mystic speak of a man. Long awaiting his dentist appointment. Sat and sat and crushed candy like the witches of nine have ever been seen. <laughs> Did you see the commercial with the old lady smashing candy with a hammer? Yeah. I, I finally that. started playing Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah. Just crushing hard candy. <coughs> that actually sounds like that more sounds fun. That sounds way more Yeah. 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 I would like, hella do that. Sit there in the doctor's office with a, a pile of, of Werther's and a hammer. <laughs> Maybe not Werther's. Those are good. I'll eat those. That's and then, true. like, but those, like, those disposable, like, like, peppermint. Yeah, those that nasty peppermint ones. The ones everyone wants to give you away for free when you leave the restaurant. Yeah. They're delicious. In the dentist's office, they give me a sugar-free lollipops, and I always take two. Ooh. Oh! So bad! At the end of the day, some little kid goes and looks. There's no one. Those are intended for children. They are. And I'm an adult, and I look the receptionist. In the eye and go. I'm taking these. <laughs> I will like take stuff off of tables at weddings. Like I will literally just just start throwing crap in my bag. In college, college. That's that's what you do. Just pop no, this is before I was in college. Yeah, I do it. I do. Before I was in college, it was just I don't know. I was just like, <laughs> look at all this free candy. Just slide it or like at prom and stuff. Halloween just, when they would leave uh, the big bowl. I, uh, I'm taking I was, two yeah. face bowls at, yeah. at the least. I was horrible. I, the one time I saw that, I emptied the whole bowl into my bag. I'm a terrible human. I do that now at the health center on campus because they have this like free bowl of condoms, but it says like please take two, and I'm just like no, just throwing. I'm just <laughs> taking some take. handfuls. Slut joke, remember? Yeah, I'm the slut here. I'm gonna <laughs> uh, Carmen, uh, here's a bill for sixteen dollars. You've yeah. been taking way too many condoms. Out of the I heard actually, I heard Fresno State goes through two thousand condoms a month. They I get two thousand. I'm surprised it's not more. Yeah. Yeah. I thought there's more. 18, what, like 18,000 students? 20,000 20, people. 20,000 kids. Were, it, make no mistake. They, it's rabbits. Yeah. Everybody all the time. You know, the, yeah. the, Everyone all the time. This well, is the, this for is no the, reason. You don't even need a good reason. Just, I feel like hey, you want to, yeah. The generation I in college. I need to go to Fresno State. Yeah. yeah. The generation in well, college, like right now, grew up with porn like so readily yeah. accessible yes. like from how like a super early age I mean yeah. did you guys look at magazines or did, was it straight no. to the end I, I remember seeing some magazines but it was like on the bus yeah there's like, a bridge over in Appaloosa Acres where all the kids do drugs and shit but there's a like, there's a porn stash down there that's, and, and it's gross because it's gotten rained on <laughs> Yeah. Like, don't the, care, I can still see titties. For real. The first porn I ever saw was in, <coughs> in Jefferson City, Missouri. It was underneath uh, a bridge, and there was just a torn page of a magazine. And I didn't even, no, no face, just yeah. boobs and, you know, a part of the No face? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that was the first porn. Look at these titties. I was like eight, and I didn't know what they were. I was eight years old. Wow. I mean, sorry. Wow. That's no crazy. Back then, and, 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mine, mine was a lactating woman. Oh, it was the Good first time. one. It was like, it was just all, and I was like, gosh. But, yeah, well, my the neighbor across the street, Dwayne. Christy is holding her breast at the thought of the lactating. <laughs> I'm not holding. It's like, oh. like, like, how, ooh. Like, ooh. These are my precious, these it's, are mine. It's, it's sympathy. <laughs> I don't want to share them with someone. How dare she? Sympathy. <laughs> Yeah, it was very weird. It was really weird. Dwayne had a, a, a chest of pornography in, in a bush. It was very much like Chassie you were saying. In a bush. Yeah, and uh, I remember being really young and seeing that and being like, oh gosh, like this is, oh, what is this? This is weird. Like, That's but, funny that it was in a chest because this could be like a modern day chest. Yes. Like it's a little SD card, but this yeah. is like you could mm-hmm. do the same thing. A billion, a billion boobs. A billion boobs. <laughs> a billion boobs on here. Yeah. Yes. A terabyte of pornography. Yeah. Guys, there's this small little thumb drive has three billion money shots. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my god. I gotta have it. <laughs> that's too much. That's too much money shots. A terabyte of porn. That's a really scary. Yeah, that's, oh, that's a red flag. Oh, there's I more than that available. I know, but I mean, like, if you had like a hard drive just full of like a terabyte. Yeah, <laughs> hard drive. Hard, yeah, uh, literally your heart. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> she turned my software into my hard drive. Oldest <laughs> <laughs> joke ever. Uh, I'm surprised Danny Mitch doesn't. That was horrible. I'm sorry. Does he have a joke about a floppy disk? Uh, no. Floppy disk. <laughs> uh, Just the word floppy is worth it. Oh, this is good. We love you, Danny. Most <sighs> of my podcast. Uh, I think the only one who listens to it is actually you. I listen to it from time to time. Oh, I like it. It gives me it. it gives me insight into the comedians of Fresno, and I, I don't have to talk to them. I can just <laughs> right. I can just creepily walk up to them, and be like, "You were talking about that really personal yeah. thing, and now I know it because you shared." Right. So yeah. let's talk about it. Oh, uh, so okay, we got way off the subject. You were talking about your your dad. Can you give us an example of a time when he did make something funny? Yeah. You can't really there's think a, well, there's a billion instances. He's he's literally even when he's in the shittiest mood, he's like the funniest guy I've ever met. Um, wow, what a good guy. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> he's a cool dude. He's a cool man. Um, that that is what I want to be like. Yeah. Even uh, even when I'm down, I I'm I still crack jokes about what's going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's about finding the funny, and that's what my yeah. dad taught me. So, you know, my breaking up with uh, with Murray. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I wrote a bunch of jokes about that. That hurt. That how, really how are you bad. doing? How are you I'm, doing? I'm, honestly, I'm good. Really, I it, I I cried a lot for the first month. Yeah, literally, it's hard. Cried. It's I, tough to let I, go. I, yeah. I heard. I remember you by Skid Row, and it made me start crying. Oh, oh. oh. And, that's a and, rough one. Uh, yeah. Know. But uh, I, I'm I'm all right. I really, uh, and um, you know, and I, of course I, I told jokes about it. And then, now she she wants to be friends, which and then I made jokes about that. It's just yeah. everything that happens to me in my life, whether a relationship or anything else, uh, because even it it does make hard things easier for me. I think it's like a chemical thing. It. It's like if you're going through this really hard time, you have a lot of like negative. Yeah. 
You know, yes. your brain chemistry is a very negative thing, but when you make a joke about it, you start to feel yeah. more positive because yeah. you have a positive, you know, thought process. I think that's like an because I do that too. Like if yeah. something like weird's happening or I'm going through like some hard stuff, it's like I feel better when I joke about it. It's yeah. not like I'm deflecting or I'm not trying to get to the mm. real you know, heart of the issue, it's just that you feel better if you can, like, laugh about it as opposed to just, let me keep feeling really depressed and shitty. Well, I mean, think about this. If something truly traumatic were to happen to any of us, uh, our support group consists of the 10 or 15 funniest people in the city of Fresno. That's true. That's a sweet thought. I love that. I mean, that's, I get it sounds horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Was your wife your first girl? Not my first girlfriend. No. So perhaps you were too young. I don't know. No, that's uh, she's been one and only. No, 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 no. I mean, like, did you experience a breakup? Pre- <laughs> no, I'm not even going. No, like previous to your, to your lovely, wonderful oh, yes. relationship with your wife. I dated a girl in high school. Well, the only it's, uh, I, we fought once, and I was like, "This is I'm done. I'm <laughs> yeah. done with this." And then I was like, "Oh man." What did I do? And so then I tried to get back there, wrote her poetry and stuff. Oh, wow. I remember when you said this, a song came on and you were crying. But it's it's so different because you're an adult. And I was a junior in high school and like listening to Van Halen's greatest hits. I was like, why can't this be love? Just like, oh! I don't care how how old you are. I'm dead serious. There's a weird universal thing with that. Mm -hmm. Having to let go. It's kind of, it is kind of the same because this was the first real relationship I'd ever been in. Mm -hmm. You know, as much as I'd love to say, oh, I was just a player, just, (laughs) use them and toss them aside. No, actually, (laughs) I, um, You'd love to say that. I've always been, I would love to say that. (laughs) I've always been, you know, socially really awkward and nervous and insecure and everything. This was the first relationship I'd ever had. So, Uh everything that you Ladies are learning now. You're in your early 20s. Everything mm-hmm. you learned when you were 20, I'm learning now. Mm-hmm. Because this is the first time I... Oh, yeah. wow. So so it is the same as when you're here in Van Halen yeah. after breaking mm-hmm. up. With yeah, and that's true. The stuff so, your body goes through. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. No, go the stuff here, I was I was watching a TED no TED talk. Some kind of smart dude was talking, yeah. and he had a PhD, so I trusted him. Welcome back to <laughs> smart dudes talking. Smart dudes talking. Uh, he was talking about what your body physically goes through in a breakup, and see, your brain is wired to want to be in a relationship. You want eye contact. You want physical contact. You want intimacy. You want trust. And when you I sever, miss, I do miss hugs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And when you sever that bond. Your brain goes, oh shit, this is not what I want. So your dopamine levels go from here to mm-hmm. here. You feel the lowest. Yeah. <laughs> because well, you know, there's all these things that are going on. And then if you got broken up with, you compounding rejection. Yeah. yeah. And how were you raised? Blah, 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 blah. You know, did you feel rejected by the opposite sex as a child? It depends on how traumatic it's going to be for you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a rough ride. How, how many months ago did you guys break up? Uh, I believe it was October. November, December, January. That's funny that, like, you feel better now because I remember I took this psychology class and my professor was saying how it takes three months to get over a breakup because it's basically you're resetting your brain chemistry because it's, like, it's almost like you were addicted to this person. Like, the way that, like, your brain chemistry was when you were around them, it was the same as, like, getting high, basically. And so to, like, to cut that off, it basically you're going through, like, withdrawals Withdrawals. for three months. Mm. So that's usually about the time that it starts to reset. I always thought about, like... If anything ever did happen to this one, it took me about a month in the house. 
<laughs> like I would, I, I would if I just smelled her shampoo. Like at some point, it would it would ruin me. Yeah, because be like, it's such a strong. That's connection. the strongest. Yes, olfactory uh, scent. Uh, yeah, because yeah. yeah. it's just straight to you. I can't even. Yep. I can't even like think of that right now. Ooh, yeah. right. That happens oh, no. to me sometimes. <laughs> I'll smell my ex boyfriend's uh, cologne sometimes yeah. uh, in high school. And, or my ex-boyfriend in high school, I'll smell his cologne. That sounded weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like somebody will be wearing, I'll walk by and I'm like, oh my God. Like, it's just, yeah. it's like weird. It's cool waters. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Super popular yeah. in the 90s. Yeah, it was bod. I'm just kidding. Bod. I want your bod. I want bod. your bod. Don't you want this bod? <laughs> <laughs> That's what every every teenage kid's <coughs> cologne is the brute that he gave his for Christmas two days two days early. I think. And now he's stealing it out of the drawer because he's going on his first date. My grandfather wore Stetson. And oh, yeah. I like it's if you want. Oh, you want to see Christy sob like a child? Just whiff a Stetson. I'm, I'm out. That's, it's, it's crazy that that's a thing, you know? Yeah. Branding a scent to a person. Interesting, yeah. And as a thing, you can totally like, like you, I mean, because it's ridiculous. Like Justin Bieber has a cologne. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, he has a perfume. Yeah, I, I can see Justin Bieber in the in the lab with the, <laughs> with the beakers and the Bunsen burner, mixing yeah. chemicals. I gotta <laughs> get this just right so it smells but, like me. Oh, yeah, it's like you know, pure <laughs> sniffing his underarm and then yeah. sniffing and make sure it matches. One Direction has one too, Someone so that, that's a thing. You know, it's, it, it's so weird that like, One Direction is a thing. They, yeah. have a, they have a branded perfume. And I, I know that because I was reading my Oprah magazine right. and I had a sample and it smells like shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> going one direction out of my body. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, it's just weird. You know, this scent will make, like, but if you were to say, like, hey, I got this scent, like, it's like, well, pheromones, you know what I mean? So yeah. it makes the ladies go wild. People are like, you're creepy. However, if it's just like a commercial about nothing, and it also, oh, that smells vaguely like something I've, you know, kind of a uh-huh. weird, thick, wholesome smell. And you're <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to wear that. It's like the same thing, you know? Uh-huh. And people are like, oh, like, there's a guy with a cowboy hat on the TV, and then also there's a smell that exists. When we put those two together, people be like, oh, if I smell like that, I'll wear a cowboy hat. Right. And girls want to have sex with cowboy hats. My best friend, just, uh, just he has, like, the Chanel Blue cologne, and he spent, like, <gasps> it smells so good. Dude, for real? Chanel Blue is so good. But it's funny, because he spent all this money on this cologne, and then I was over at his house, we were getting ready to go out, and I spray 99-cent cucumber melon body spray, and he's like, get this shit out of here. Like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like... I'm sorry, I'm not a classy bitch like you are. Right, I can't right, afford. Right. Yeah. So then I went out. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to go be an adult and buy some like a nice, real woman perfume. Sure. And then I went and bought Lady Gaga's perfume. Nice. Does it smell good? It smells good, but I'm just like, this is my attempt to like be an adult, but I still couldn't do it. I'm like, oh, I love Gaga. Yeah. Think about Clinique if you... If I'm too if poor for Clinique. If you're still in the market I'm for too it. Poor. They had They had a sale. Of my, oh, I became a member because my mom okay. was a member. Anyway, but... So they had this sale, and I bought Happy Heart, and it's literally the best thing I've ever smelled. I give Marie um, nice. uh, a gift set of Chanel Number no. Five for Christmas. Whoa, that's expensive! And it was like a hundred bucks or something. Jeez! For and I could, we were sitting watching TV three months before, mm-hmm. and a commercial for it comes on that, that Brad Pitt is on. He's like, oh, and she said something like, oh, I'm gonna have to try that stuff sometime. So that's what I ended up buying her for Christmas. And she actually, she was shocked that I remembered 
Mm-hmm. Attention to detail gets you a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Actually, the, the one that really blew her away was uh, last year, or a year before last at Christmas, um, she'd been talking about wanting to get a Michael Kors bag. And there's, there's a thousand of them. I, I wouldn't know which one to get her. So yeah. I, one day after work, I, I said, oh, that's a surprise. Let's go. And I just took her over to Macy's, and I said, okay, well, I, I don't know which one you want. Mm-hmm. So it just picked, go to pick one. And I bought her that. It was like two or three weeks before Christmas. Uh-huh. And, and she... Uh, she did actually. She did exactly what I was expecting her to do. She went straight to the clearance rack <laughs> and uh, and got this one on clearance. It was like two hundred bucks. Or something. Good grief! Oh but you know, that's, that was that was the thing she wanted. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, I actually did listen. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I I'm actually I'm kind of surprised I remember those things because it happened one time and it never came up again in both cases. And then uh, you know, two or three months later. When I'm thinking, well, what should I get her for Christmas? Yeah. Um, you know, she said this once. And that's it. That's the relationship right there. Yep. That's at, at all at all time. She's going, hmm. She likes old cars. <laughs> Log that one away for later. <laughs> Wanna go to a car show? <gasps> <gasps> How'd you I know? Do. So sweet. We've never got to a car show, just FYI. But she does like old cars. <laughs> but I have it in there. It's There's in some there. pretty sick car shows out here. Counts. You guys should go. I went to a car show with my buddy Jason way down down in L.A. We were gone for a couple of days. Yeah, I'm a bad. I'm not good. So she likes car shows, so you went to one with your buddy instead. Yeah. Well, he was, he was showing a car show. We were going to have to be down there for three days. And so I was like, is this cool if I go? I'm going to try to hit up some shows and do some shows down in L.A. And and uh, go to this uh, car show. It was like the Hot Rod, National Hot Rod show. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Bunch of cool hot rods. Posted them on Instagram, you know what I mean? <laughs> Just like, look at these cars. Hashtag cars. <laughs> uh, well, Carmen, what, uh, what inspired you to start doing comedy? Is there, is there any particular person that in, in your life that... Or is, it, is there something that happened or something you saw that made you decide um, I understand the comedy? Or? Well, my parents are both really funny people. Um, so I grew up with, like, them always just not being, like, they're both very serious people, but they're also very funny. Like, my dad is, like, king of dad jokes. Like, he just loves, like, his favorite people are, like, um, Jim Carrey, uh, the guy Ernest, who, like, Ernest goes, Ernest Pooh favorite guy, um, like, the Coneheads, like, uh, what is it, Mars Attacks, like, those are his favorite, Ed Wood. Like, those are, like, his favorite movies. He'll just sit there and watch them, like, all the time. Um, which is funny, because, like, and my dad just loves joking around. Then my mom, she loved, like, me and her, we'd always watch, like, a lot of really old, like, comedies and stuff. And then I remember, like, watching SNL as a kid, like, like really young, and, like, staying up and watching it and seeing that, like, thinking, oh, that's really cool. And then I would stay home from school sometimes, and then I'd, the only thing that was on was, like, Price is Right, uh, you know, Judge Judy or mm-hmm. like Comedy Central present specials, mm. and so I would just you know flip back between those, and I just found myself watching the the Comedy Central specials more than like Price is Right eventually, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, I think I actually really like doing this. So uh, when uh, when I was growing up, uh, I, I don't know where they came from, but we had on recorded on a VHS tape, um, Bill Cosby himself, uh, Eddie Murphy, Delirious, and uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, she had a, a concert she did called Fontaine, Why Am I Straight? Uh, Fontaine was a character she did on, on stage. 
and I, I, I watched, I must have watched each of those 20 or 30 times mm -hmm. uh, until the tape literally broke. <laughs> um, That's cool. I feel you on the whole Comedy Central Presents thing. Yeah. I would stay home from school because I hated school. Mm -hmm. I hated it. And oh. so it was either Tom and Jerry. You hated school? I, I wasn't comfortable. I, I don't remember most of it because I just yeah. I just blocked it out like I wasn't comfortable there. But <laughs> dark, get dark. Oh, oh get dark in here. So many flashlights. Yeah, <laughs> it's getting a little dark. The Comedy Central presents was on. I remember seeing like Lonnie Love. Yeah, seeing uh, hold on, the really old ones. Oh, an early Mark Maron one with him and a bunch of sheep, and he's like on coke and he's like yelling, <laughs> "Let's start a revolution!" <laughs> like it's so yeah. funny. I love those. <laughs> Yeah, I just remember, childhood. I remember watching those and seeing a few people and I'm like, I think I can be funnier than them. I don't know, like, not that I thought at that point in time, and mm -hmm. I was like, that seems like something I could probably do too, because, mm -hmm. like, I've always, I've always, like, been, like, the funny person, I guess, but not, like, class clown. I've just been, like, the funny person, like, in my group of friends. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to be funny. I would try to be funny, mm -hmm. and I would come across as an asshole. <laughs> it's a fine line between uh, yes, it being is. funny. I think it's the people who are around yeah. who oh, interpret yeah, it. Uh, but, I remember uh, consciously making, trying to make my whole class laugh in the third grade mm -hmm. in the weirdest way. Mm -hmm. And looking back on it, I, like I was doing a bit. Yeah, that was like my first bit. I guess <laughs> I was I was in third grade and we were playing skeleton in the closet. And uh, you're supposed to hide somewhere in the classroom, and someone has to come in and see who's gone. Mm -hmm. And you guys, you guys yeah, are aware. And <laughs> heads I, up, seven up. I remember those. Yeah, days. That, that, time, that type of thing. Yeah, I hid under the teacher's desk, and the kid finally guessed after so long. And I was like, it would be so funny if I hit my head and made an ouch sound coming out of the desk. So I took my hand and I went. <laughs> And it got a huge laugh. Dang. Really? Third graders think that shit is hilarious. Yes, <laughs> and I stood up and I was like, oh my god, you guys, so silly. <laughs> Some new stuff and we're gonna have. Yes! It's a new bit. I consciously <laughs> remember trying to be funny as a young kid. Interesting. Improvising yeah. on stage. Joel's right gonna get an email beginning. from some kid in your class and be like, I thought Christy was really hurt, you bitch. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> I was really concerned. The next kid tried to do the same thing because he wanted the same response, uh -huh. but the, the kids were like, no. It was only funny once. That would happen to me too. Like, I'd be hanging out in a group of friends and then I would say something funny. But, like, they didn't hear me right away, and then somebody yeah. else heard it, and then they would say what I said, and yeah, then, like, oh, that was really funny, so-and-so, yeah. and I'm like, I just fucking said that. Like, yeah. that happens to me a lot, and so that's probably why I wanted to do stand-up, because I'm like, I want to tell jokes, yeah. I want people to listen to me, instead of I just, like... I want the mic time. Yeah. I want to be the only center of attention that's yeah. real. <laughs> I need love. It's me. Um... I, I, I'm sure we talked about this before, but I mean, what? Oh, uh, I don't know if we talked about it. Well, I, I, <coughs> I, I listen to I've listened to every episode of your podcast. Oh, I know you haven't done one in a while, but it's you, it's out there. for a while. You were talking about wanting to do stand up comedy, yeah, before you actually went out and did it. And yeah. I I I, uh, I remembered uh, shortly after the first time I saw you doing comedy, you would you would you had said that to me that yeah. you had wanted to do it for a while. And uh, it was interesting going back and listening to the conversations you had with with your friends on that on uh, yeah. Nantucket Avenue was the name of the the podcast that uh, Kevin Tinkin used to do semi regularly, but has we got like thirty episodes. What? It's no big deal. But uh, 
It's, it's, is it you alone or are you in a group? Or? Um, there's one with me alone where I interview my cat. <laughs> but uh, the rest of them are me and it's a, either, a, me or one other person or me and like six other people or like mm. some of them got crazy where they'd be just because I used to do Friday Night Man Nights here oh. and it was like a thing where it's like hey we're a bunch of like we love the Lord guys but we like to hang out and drink some beer you know <laughs> come on down and yeah. to Man Night and we did a bunch of dudes would hang out and we'd just drink and so then we'd always say the ridiculous that we got some crazy shenanigans we were we did one time my buddy got on Snapchat out here and ended up meeting this girl from another country and then she came out here like it was like on all, Snapchat yeah like but like these it just got got weird it got what? really weird he's obviously single yeah right? not obviously but he was single uh, at that time I just gotta clarify okay did they stay a couple no or? No, 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 no no she was she was bad shit. God, God bless. Her. <laughs> are you are you telling me that a woman who met a man on Snapchat? Yeah, <laughs> isn't all there. Flew in from another country to see him. So I I was like, hey, what I want to do a podcast. Was she from? Do you know? Uh, well, okay. I'll just say this: she was living. Uh, she when she went back, she went back to live in Florida. Former Warsaw Pact. Okay, but well, Florida. Florida is a crazy place. Yeah, Florida. Yes, Florida. I know. So she had family in Florida. Okay. And uh, but I think she was from, I feel like this. I think it's Croatia because I remember thinking uh, it was. The I was same thinking. As, I was right. thinking Eastern uh, European. I don't know why. I was yeah. just like that's. I not... was hoping for like crazy Eastern yeah. European. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so yeah, so I wanted to, and we'd always tell stories, and the stories were funny. Behind, behind the old iron curtain. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what we're thinking of. So I was like, I'll record all those stories, and uh-huh. then we'll listen to them, and then like, because a lot of them were my stories that I've been telling for years. Because people are like, dude, you have to tell me the time, you know, about the when the customer took a dump in your store, or you know, or, is this is this your story? Yeah, it's a lot, a lot Wait, of stories can, like that. Is it uncouth for me to be like? Oh, well, can you tell me about? Can the you time? get like I'll, the cliff notes? Can please? Yes, I won't give you like the build-up version, but literally a dude <laughs> who is like. <laughs> a well-respected, somewhat yes. property owner in Fresno. Ooh. He would come into the store and, like, shit his pants. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I don't know if, like, he was just great with money and not so great with his anus. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. He could have medical problems, but, like, take care of your business. But literally, one time, like, it just smelled so bad. And then I literally was like, <laughs> I went... Like, trying to, like, track it down. You like, asked him? Because, well, no, no, he was already gone. He already uh, left. So he oh just took a dump somewhere. No, no, no. He, he was, was like, it was on the shit. stool. Okay. It was on the stool he was sitting on. <laughs> what better place? So, stool, stool on, on stool. stool. It's uh, also. Stool on stool. It's also about uh, Tim and Ben's stools podcast. Oh, uh, my God. Stool on yes. stool. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, I love it. So, and then one time he. <laughs> He did it, and it was horrible. And then, as he was walking away, he shook it out of no. the bottom of his pants. Oh, so, like, <laughs> and what just kept walking? <laughs> just like you ass. I, like, I love that. Yeah, but so oh, I wanted I to record it. that type yeah. of stuff. Yeah. I would tell. We'd tell. Then, like every week, we'd have like Daryl would read the news, or JP would give an opinion about stuff. I wanted to do stand up, so I wanted to have like I wanted to see like oh mm-hmm. how do these stories do when I tell them? So I did the podcast. But yeah, I dude, I didn't start doing that until I was, you know, twenty eight, you know, twenty nine. Nice. Twenty eight, twenty eight, yeah, probably twenty eight, twenty nine. And 
Yeah, and because I just it had been a, a hair that was itching on the back of my brain forever. I mean, when my when I was in fourth grade, I remember the principal being like, "Kevin, you're never gonna amount to anything because the only thing you're good at is acting like you're three or you're retarded." <laughs> and I was just like, "An educator wow. said that yeah, to you?" Yeah, at Fresno Christian. Yeah, it was just wow. all. And I was like, it's and I literally said, "Well, one of these days." I'm going to be making way more money than you acting like I'm retarded. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going like, to get paid for acting retarded. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And, uh, yeah, so, and then, like, you know, in high school, we would make videos for the church. Mm-hmm. We made a lot of church videos about, like, come to summer camp. But they would be me, like, trying to, like, we were going, and I missed the bus. I'm like, oh, jeez. And then, so, like, I'd start running, and then I would, uh, you know, get uh, hit by a train. <laughs> and we would replace me with a dummy. And like, and then it would like fall at the end, and like, oh, get up, and like, oh, geez, and then like walk down, and a farmer comes out who was also played by me, which is weird, uh, and then uh, we like he falls down, and we put a watermelon in his stomach and blew up the watermelon with a shotgun, like so we would do stupid stuff like that yeah. for church, and it worked like really well, like people were like, we the the youth group was pretty big at that time, you know, and I I'd like to think because we were idiots and people were like they like idiots, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then I just didn't do anything with it. I just kind of, yeah. Well, you did something with it. I just, well, you I... You did something right. with it. <laughs> well, I mean, like, in, a, in an official capacity. You know well, I mean? you're, you're, uh... We do videos for the church, and that was about it. Wow. You're, you're, you're spreading joy. Mm-hmm. Spread it around. That's what I always say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you went viral in real life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Blowing some sunshine. Viral like Ebola. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. Some, I... I just, I would be, it would be awesome to be able to just pay bills doing this. Yeah. Wouldn't it? It would. Paying a lot of bills doing it. Yeah. Um, uh, news real quick. Uh, Harrison Ford was in the plane crash today. Um, I'm a big Star Wars fan, so I hope they finished filming already. Uh, anyone else have anything to add to that? What are the details that? of that? I have no idea. He was JT. in a private plane and the plane crashed. It just... While I was in line waiting at uh, Panda Express to, to, to get dinner tonight. Oh, uh, I want Panda. So. You can't ever mention oh, a food man. around me because then I want it. Harrison Ford is dying, and you're like, I want Panda. I was like, whatever. I know. Harrison Ford like, is give me, dying. Like, get a Panda bowl in my face, and then I'll freaking grieve for Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Is Harrison, Harrison Ford is dying. dying. And you're there talking about Panic Express. Panic Express. That's all right. Bullshit. It's like Chris so rude. It's freaking bullshit. <laughs> Um, well, we're uh, we're actually almost an hour already. So, um, oh my gosh! Uh, thanks, uh, thanks a lot for for coming and doing the podcast. Uh, yeah, really for sure. Um, You're so welcome. I'm uh, I like you. I, I like you too. I like you. Oh, <laughs> like you too, Joe. <laughs> we're friends <laughs> in the garage. <laughs> uh, I am JT Foreman. I am here with my very good friends Kevin Tinkin, Carmen Gepkin, and Christy Farley. We are the Bitter Comics, and I will talk to you next week. Peace. Peace. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.